I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, December 5th. I hope you're having a great day. We're glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, also, we welcome those that are listening on the radio app. That's our online radio station. And uh, those that are tuning in today uh, to the podcast, thank you for joining us. And then those who are watching on Facebook or YouTube, we welcome you. And I hope you're having a great day on another beautiful day uh, in December. The sun is shining. It's beautiful. It was chilly this morning. I went out just a little bit ago, went outside, and the sun is shining, and it's uh, warming up. And it's uh, just a beautiful time of year. I love the uh, Christmas season. I love the Christmas lights. Uh, I love the, uh, the Christmas trees and all the decorations and, of course, uh, the Christmas music, which we are enjoying on uh, WVFE, I hope it's been a blessing to you. And I still am just rejoicing in that cantata that we heard this past Sunday night. And just a reminder, we'll have it again this coming Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. And uh, we're looking forward to a great time together for all of that. And uh, you say, well, what's your favorite part of Christmas? Well, I love it all. But of course, the favorite part is the Christmas story, the story of Jesus Christ coming to this earth. And if it were not for the Christmas story, uh, we wouldn't have all the other uh, exciting things we have in the Bible of uh, the miracles. And we certainly, you wouldn't have the cross if you didn't have the manger and the, the resurrection and the ascension and the promise that Jesus made that he said, I will come again. And uh, I'm thankful for this time. Hope you're enjoying it. Hope you're doing well. And uh, we're glad to be with you uh, today. I do want to remind you about our service tomorrow night, Wednesday night, our prayer meeting and uh, Bible study. It'll be a shorter service because we also will have our annual business meeting at the close of the service, and that's where we present all of the, the financial uh, information and records from this past year, and we'll uh, present the budget proposed for 2024, and uh, we'll vote on our deacons, and it's a, it's a great time. It's positive. Uh, I don't know that every business meeting uh, always everywhere is positive, but I know uh, this meeting tomorrow night is very exciting just to see all that God has done uh, besides last this past January when uh, someone came in and wrote a check for 320 some thousand dollars to pay off our school mortgage. And just what a miracle. I just, I hope we never get over how good God is and the uh, the bills are paid and uh, the lights are on and the ministries are going and uh, there's so much, so many exciting things that we have planned for the future. And we're praying uh, that God would do beyond what we could think or beyond what we could plan but what God can do even beyond that that is the miraculous. And so I'm excited about our business meeting. And then don't forget, Friday is our Saints Alive Christmas party right here in the Fellowship Hall at noon on Friday. We'll have a delicious meal. The Fellowship Hall is decorated, and we'll have a good time together with our Saints Alive. Uh, Some of our staff uh, will be here. It'll be great. And then uh, Saturday, our teens have their Christmas party in the Fellowship Hall. And so uh, if you're listening and you are a parent or a grandparent of a teen, uh, make sure you remind your teenagers they don't want to miss that Christmas party on Saturday 
And then, of course, Sunday. I'm looking forward to a, a wonderful day together on Sunday as we have the cantata in the morning and then Sunday night, uh, parent-baby dedication. That's always an exciting time. And we're looking forward to a wonderful week together. And it's just going to keep getting better and better as we get closer to Christmas. So many exciting things. And I'm glad we have a church family that we can share it with. And I'm glad we can do it together. And I'm glad we can praise God and sing these Christmas songs and hear the Christmas story and uh, be encouraged uh, for all that we have in Jesus Christ. I'm looking forward to it. Let's pray today for our church and our school. Pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for our members. Let's pray for uh, all of the ministries of our church. Uh, let's pray for our country. Uh, pray for the nation of Israel. And let's pray for one another. We're going to go to a song. Here's a great song, a Christmas song. It's still the greatest story ever told. And right after the song, we'll get into our Bible study. We'll be in Luke chapter 2 for our Bible study today.
mighty God and fragile baby, here a lowly manger holds, and it's still the greatest story ever told, and it's still the greatest story ever told. Amen. That's a blessing. There's a lot of good books you can read. There's a lot of good stories uh, you can hear about. There's a lot of great stories you can tell. Uh, there's a lot of great memories you can share, but the greatest story uh, that has ever been told is the story of Jesus Christ. And I thank God for that story. I hope we'll make much of that story and uh, tell people that story and give God glory and praise, especially during this Christmas season. And I uh, thank God for that great song. Uh, we are talking about, we started last Friday and then we talked about it yesterday. We're talking about uh, some of the days of the Christmas story. And we talked about the fact, number one, that they were some hard days. Uh, they, Mary and Joseph had to travel uh, all the way to Bethlehem uh, for the census. The Bible says they went to be taxed, and that word taxed there uh, means uh, to be counted and to, for, the, for the registry, for uh, the census, uh, for the land. And uh, of course, we, when we think of taxes, we know what that means. That's, that means we've got to pay more money. Um, but obviously there was money involved in leaving home and leaving uh, all that they had and making that long journey to come back to Bethlehem and a lot of sacrifice and a lot of difficulty. So we said those were hard days for sure. Uh, it was the days of Herod. And uh, we, we saw on last Friday about uh, all that happened there with Herod. And uh, then, of course, yesterday we saw with uh, the wise men and that they departed another way. And then Herod had all of the, the babies two years old and under. He had them murdered. And uh, the Bible says that Rachel weeping for her children and would not be comforted because they were not, meaning they were gone. Those children, they were dead. They, they were not coming back. And uh, so we said they were some hard days. There were hurting days. Uh, undoubtedly, there was pain and there was suffering and there were uh, tears and there was sorrow in those days. And so we said the hard days uh, help us to rely upon the Lord for help. Uh, the hurting days allow us to look to God for healing. And God is our, our strength and He is our healer. He is the great physician. Uh, he is our Jehovah Rapha, God, our healer. But today, I want you to see not only were these days hard days, not only were they hurting days, but these were some humble days. You say, what do you mean by humble days? Well, the Bible says in Luke chapter 2, it says in verse number 6, then so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Now, we've got that all in our mind. We've got that all glorified and all, I'm sure it was just perfect and all the straw and the hay was just perfect and that barn, oh, I'm sure the barn smelled nice and I'm sure the animals were all just very quiet and I'm sure they were very clean and absolutely not. That's not how it was. Uh, the Bible tells us that they laid him in a manger. A manger was a feeding trough and I'm sure they did all they could uh, to try to make it presentable, but that's all they had for baby Jesus. The Bible says, because there was no room for them in the inn. Uh, I preached a message several years ago about 
uh, the innkeeper. And I said, you know, sometimes we give that innkeeper a hard time, you know, and uh, the way that the Christmas plays are, are presented or the way that a uh, Christmas drama is presented, uh, that innkeeper is an old, um, old uh, angry, bitter, uh, uh, frustrated man, you know, and we don't know that for sure. But the truth is, if he didn't have any room, what's he going to do? Kick somebody else out of their room? If he didn't have anywhere else, I mean, what can you do? Uh, and he certainly did not know who Mary and Joseph were. He certainly did not know that this would be the Son of God. Uh, and in that message, I won't get into all of it now, but in that message, I say this. We blame the innkeeper. We give the innkeeper a hard time. But we're the ones to blame because we do know who Jesus is and we ought to make room. And if there's no room for Jesus in your life, you better kick something out. Uh, you better remove some hobby or you better remove some item on your schedule because if you're too busy for Jesus, you're too busy. And so we should make room for him. But the Bible tells us that there was no room for them in the end. These were humble days. Can you imagine men that are listening? You are traveling and your wife is expecting a baby and you want to take care of her. You want the best for her. And then the baby is born and you don't even have a place to stay. You thankfully get a barn that you can find shelter in and you, you have a manger, a feeding trough where you have to lay that baby down after it's wrapped in those swaddling clothes. Boy, that had to have been humility. Mary and Joseph were godly people. They were just people. The Bible says they were trying to obey God and yet there was not a place for them. You know, sometimes we can blame God and say, God, if you really cared about me and if you really knew how much I love you and how much I'm serving you, then this wouldn't happen to me. Well, friend, let me just tell you, if this could be the situation where Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus ended up, I want to tell you, God's going to take care of you. And there may be some manger experiences. There may be some barn experiences. There may be some uh, times where it seems like you're getting kicked out and there's no room and people don't have time for you and people don't speak to you and people don't treat you right. Hey, listen, that all happens, but maybe it's God working in you and me to bring us to a place of humility. Uh, to realize that we are nothing. And, and without God, we can do nothing. And Mary and Joseph certainly experienced some humble days. The baby was born in a manger. I, I think about how you want everything to be just perfect when that baby is born and in that hospital room, and you want everything to be just right. You want to have everything ready. Uh, Brother Nathan, you've been through this, of course, where you got to have the bag packed and ready to go, and you got to jump in the car, and you got to race to get to the, and you want to have everything ready. Even though you're not sure when it's coming, you want to be ready. Well, here Mary and Joseph are away from home. Uh, they're in a place where they don't have everything that they need. Uh, they didn't have, uh, I'm sure, the baby showers, and they didn't have the gifts, and they didn't have the registry, and they didn't have people saying, hey, do you need this, and can we help you with this? They, they pretty much just had what they could carry with them on that journey. Uh, there were no new baby clothes for baby Jesus. Uh, there were no new blankets for baby Jesus. Uh, I think about my girls, I think about Lacey and Savannah specifically on this, but when they were little, we, there were some folks that gave us some blankets. I think it was for a baby shower, baby gifts, things like that. And I'm telling you, those girls, Lacey and Savannah, especially Lacey, but they got so attached to those favorite blankets. I mean, it was amazing all we did to try to keep those things intact, even when they were falling apart from being washed so many times, you know, and all that. But, but can I tell you, baby Jesus, he didn't have those things. Uh, there was nothing new. There was nothing nice. There was nothing fancy. And yet Jesus came from heaven. He left the glory of heaven to come to this earth to be born in a manger. What a lesson for all of us 
in humility. I want to encourage you today. I want to challenge you today. Let's be humble. Uh, let's not think of ourselves more than we ought. Let's not think more highly of ourselves than we should. Uh, let's realize that anything good we have comes from God. And anything bad that happens to us, we deserve it, right? We're just a bunch of sinners. But praise God for His grace and mercy. And praise God for the fact that God can still use us in spite of our failures and in spite of our weaknesses. Let's be humble today. I'll talk a little bit more tomorrow about the fact that God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. I want to be a humble person. I want to be a person of humility that can receive the grace of God rather than experience God resisting me because of my pride. I hope that helps you today and hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.